one lady, I just came across her at the Kodesh. I was just after church passing and then I spoke to her and I said, oh, hello, what's your name? I was doing deep sea fishing. No, she told me her name and, I, and she was working with a little boy. So I said, oh, this is your son. How is he? She said, he's fine. I said, does your husband come to this church? Then she started crying. Then she said that she had made a mistake and she had a child with this guy outside wedlock. And then the guy went abroad and it was like they were going to get married. So they were in touch. The one day he told her that he's lost his father, so she should please attend the funeral. So she attended the funeral. And when they shared the programs, she saw that the children had all given tributes and things. When she turned to her would-be husband's page, she saw that the picture of him was a wedding that he has had abroad. So she saw that he wanted her to know. She was totally confused. So after that she left. But she became very afraid, very confused. Then she met a prophet. And then the prophet said to her that your mother-in-law would like to kill your son. So you have to come and do aforbokesie. So she said every day she was doing aforbokesie. And then also... He said that he was doing fasting and prayer with her, which they did for many days. And then, when she's asleep, maybe she drifts off into sleep. One a.m. the phone will ring. Hey, Wada, sorry, bombaye. Eh, 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 eh. The omo be Sorry, bombaye. Na odawa baba na jobe na nkuru na. She was shallow. She didn't know God for herself. She told me, I never had peace. I couldn't sleep. If I sleep small, I'll get a call. And I said, the Bible says, it is useless. It is, it is useless to sit up late to eat the bread of worry for so he giveth his beloved sleep and she said she never knew that she has made herself personal holy ghost personal angel personal presence of God and she can't sleep everything depends on you 
That type of Christianity is not God. Just one day she just put on her telly. At that time, it was Metro TV, and she saw Bishop preaching. And she had never heard anything like it. So then through the message she gave her life to Christ. And she came to look for the church at the Kodesh. And she has been there ever since. And also that Faribokes here has ceased. And I said to her, you see, this is what you want. Before you give to the work of God. You want somebody to frighten you, compel you. But now that you have come, this is the time to know God for yourself. We are overcoming shallow Christianity. If you are not sure about anything your pastor is saying, respectfully ask him, please say, what is the scriptural basis for this new revelation? Not abiding by this principle is the reason why some so-called ministers are able to dupe people out of all their earthly possessions. This is because the pastors know that they are dealing with shallow people. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. He was a man subject to like passions. The Bible says Elisha was also a man of like passions. So whatever these men of God did had to be scrutinized by the Bible. Second Corinthians eleven fourteen says, and no wonder, for Satan himself goes around like an angel of light. Shall we read Galatians one verse eight? I'll be ending soon, don't worry. Galatians one verse eight. Some of you, you don't know where Galatians is, so. <laughs> but you know where the mobile money person is. <laughs> you don't know what is important in this life. Paul said, but though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you. Let him be accursed. So Paul is saying that yes, we preached the correct gospel to you. 
But it's no guarantee that we are still doing that or going to do that. Just so if we change our gospel into something else, whether it be a man or an angel preaching it, let him be a curse. Amen. Amen. So for preaching what is not God's word, you bring yourself under a curse. Look at Aaron. He was the leader after Moses. Now, But what happened when Moses went up the mountain? Aaron said, "These are your gods, O Israel, that have brought you out of Egypt." The same who had gone before Pharaoh with Moses. The same Aaron that God had said will be a mouthpiece to Moses. The same Aaron who did miracles with Moses. When they got to the wilderness and there was a temptation. There was a difficulty. He said, as for this Moses, I don't know what has become of him. And then he said, these are your gods. Let's make a calf. And then he turned the people's hearts and their attention. This, these are the gods. How can you come and make gods and say that they led you out of Egypt? Are you mad? When that calf did not exist when you were leaving Egypt. But you see, we have to be careful. And we have to know scripture for ourselves. The Bible says if a man desires the office of a bishop, he does a good thing. Then he begins to list the qualities. He said the bishop must be the husband of one wife. I didn't write the Bible. Then the person calls you and says that, oh, be number five. <laughs> he has received a revelation. Because we don't read our word. We don't meditate on the word. The word of God must be studied just like you study for an examination. Because the Bible says in 1 Timothy 2.50, study to show yourself approved unto God, not unto your pastor, not unto your reverend, not unto your bishop, not unto Auntie Mammy, but unto God. Workman that needeth not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the so you can divide the word of God, but wrongly. And I'm preaching this word because I'm getting frightened at what is happening. In the body of Christ. 
so many things are changing that are not scriptural you go to Achibota for his day my pastor said I should come he's going to bath me the Bible says and they were naked the man and his wife not the man and his congregant not the man and his secretary but the man and his wife and they were not ashamed Hallelujah. Amen. We must not be shallow and light. Blown about by every wind of doctrine. Anything that is light is very easy to blow around. Some of you, you are in this church, but you are not in this church. Hey, this Sunday you are going for this meeting. Next Thursday you are going for prophetic. Next Friday you are going for breakthrough. Then next Friday you are going for break up. Next time you are going for breakdown. Next time you are going for breakthrough. The reason why you are so easy to move around is because you are empty. The reason why when corn is together is the husk that the wind blows. It's because the husk is lighter than the corn itself. That's why when you peel ground and say you go, the chaff goes away because it's so light, easily carried about. From tonight, our roots are going to go deeper. It takes hard work. It takes devotion. It takes the grace of God. But God will help us. Amen. The Bible says. If you faint in the day of adversity, then your strength is small. Proverbs 24 verse 10. Proverbs 24 verse 10. Hmm. God help us. Are you there? What does it say? Strength is small. That is why the shallow people in the parable of the sower, that man, it was when temptation arose, when trials arose, when difficulties arose, that was when he lost it when your roots go deep down, you become strong. And your strength is a lot. 
And therefore, you don't faint in the time of adversity. If you want to walk with Jesus, there will be many times of adversity. There are times when I felt like giving up the ministry. There are times when I say, ah, but why preaching? I should stop the preaching and just do but I know that God has called me and I know the Bible says war is me if I preach not the gospel and I know the Bible says fight the good fight of faith if your strength is small, you will give up on marriage very easily. Because it's like how you feel. It's like how you feel. Oh, just leave there. Is she misbehaving? Just leave her. Just leave him. Look for a better place. But I always ask myself, what does God's word say? And then we start to use our experiences to say what God is saying. Say, Reverend, it's not easy. So because of that, I want to leave. Did he say it will be easy? He said, narrow is the path. And few there be that find it. The day of adversity may be when your finances go wacko. The day of adversity may be maybe they said something in the church about you. The day of adversity may be you ask somebody for for something from the church person didn't do for you. But if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is very small. There are times when I've come against things and I feel this is an impossible situation. But one of the verses that keeps me going, Luke 1 verse 37. What is impossible with men is possible with God. For with God, all things are possible. And when God says he will give me beauty for ashes, when God says he will give me beauty for ashes, then you say, Oh, Lady Reverend, but everything is ashes. I want to ask that. Oh, Lady Reverend, say, Bibi, I am so not that. Everything is spoiled beyond redemption, Lady Reverend. Bibi, I say, I could I am who you, Lady Reverend. And I said, God foresaw that day. That's why he says for ashes, he will give you beauty. He doesn't show you how he's going to do it. Because he's God. But he has his own way. One of my favorite stories in the Bible is the book of Esther. Whatever was determined against the Jews was determined by a very powerful man called 
it was a day of adversity for the Jews. But they didn't sit down and say, what are we going to do? One could be a friend. Why? No, I said, yes, I day, a how can Sabia saw it Jew for? Now, so months, now, see, and so, and besides, I say, the command that went out was annihilate. Annihilate means they should finish you. Dissipate. And let them disappear from the face of the earth. What did they do? They were crying all right. But they turned to sackcloth and ashes. They called on the name of the Lord their God. Esther said, go and fast for me three days more. That I and my maidens will go in. Without fasting and our prayer, we don't know how. We are not greater than Haman. Yeah, move God's hand. And you know what amazed me? The Bible says that the king was sleeping the night. And then he couldn't sleep. And he said, oh, bring me the history books. He started to read the history books. He said, oh, I've seen that Mordecai saved my life some years ago. What, what, what reward was given him? And they said, oh, no reward. He said, oh, call him and honor him. Sleeplessness. Can be used by Jehovah to do mighty things. And so you don't have to be shallow in your walk with God. Heaven and earth will pass away. By His words, it remains the same. Hallelujah. Amen. Sleeplessness. I would never have thought that if you are praying, okay, Lord, make the king sleepless. Make the king, it will not get to you. But he says in Psalm 50, verse 15, I believe, and call upon me in the day of trouble. And I will deliver you. Not I may. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm a living testimony of God's faithfulness. Amen. Amen. Because I'm so weak. And without him, I can do nothing. And I'm so delicate. 
Don't be an empty Christian. Don't be a shallow Christian. But be a strong Christian. So that you cannot be blown about by every wind of doctrine. When you are an empty Christian, there is nothing in you. You have little or no word. You are not filled with the Holy Spirit. Or of love, because love is shared abroad by the Holy Spirit. You may speak in tongues, but the Bible says when you do that, you are just making noise. But when you are empty, you attract demons. Not the Bible. It is said that nature abhors a vacuum. Yes, so if you are a spiritual vacuum, something will come and occupy you. Luke 11 verse 25. Luke 11 verse 25. And when an evil spirit cometh, he findeth this parable told us that the demons were sacked and then the house became empty but the house was not filled with anything so when the demon went out when he came they had swept it and everything but it was empty so because it had room he moved in with seven other cousins more stronger than him when you are an empty Christian, you become a target for the enemy. Your life is a house. My life is a house. When the spirit comes, the evil spirit comes, see that, ah, this house, there are no chairs, there's no bed, there's no occupancy. He finds it unoccupied. And then they start to move in with all their goods. And the Bible says your state becomes worse than even before you became born again. Why? Because your evil state is now time seven. But we can be filled with the Holy Spirit. We can be filled with His Word. We can be filled with the knowledge of His will. We can be filled with goodness. And it comes from having a relationship with the Holy Spirit. It comes with 
exercising our spiritual muscles by speaking in tongues. Look, even Jesus was delivered by prayer. How much more you? And I. What did he say to the disciples? We like to quote it. (laughs) The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He didn't stop there. He said, pray therefore. Because of that, pray. That you do not enter into temptation. And we see the outcome of a prayerful life because Jesus is delivered by all the disciples because they did not pray. They succumb to temptation. To win through temptation, we have to pray. Amen. Amen. So Jesus is a stark example of how prayer can deliver us. And I believe that because of that, Satan fights our prayer life. Prayer is not something that we do to show how powerful we are. Prayer is acknowledging how weak we are and how much of God we need. Jude 21 says, when you pray, you strengthen your spiritual muscles. It's a gym. The word of God is the is the food for the spirit. When you read the word of God, when you take a bit every morning, you begin to grow. And you begin to be strong. People who don't eat well, they fall sick easily. If you are a Christian, you don't eat well spiritually, you will be a kwashioko Christian. The Bible says faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. But when you hear, you should also study. My husband's life challenges me so much. He sleeps very early. I have a nickname for him, but I will not tell you. And then he wakes up early. No matter if it's give thyself holy, if it's whatever, he has a time with the master. He's always studying. Studying the word. Studying the Bible. Studying books written by other men of God. When I look, I say, God. When will I catch up? Because the gap is always, I'm trying to catch up and then it's widened. Amen. Amen. Things don't just happen. 
So we have to overcome our shallowness. And build a strong church. In the mountains for God. When you are not a shallow Christian, you will understand evangelism. You will know that we will all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. You will know that we will give an account of our lives. It's not enough to just be born again. Jesus said, go out to the highways and the byways and compel them to come in. He said, bear fruits that befit repentance. You say you are a Christian, your life doesn't show. Satan has so much in common with you. How can you be a strong Christian? But as you spend time in his presence, just like Moses, you begin to shine like him. And your light will just shine. Because you have spent time with him. We need to renew our minds. We think too much like the world. And that makes us behave just like the world. God is calling us to deep, a deep life. Depth. So that no matter the storms arise, by His mercy and His grace, we will keep being strong. There are more difficult days ahead. There are more battles ahead. I can see it. And Satan has increased his pressure. But the people that do know their God. Daniel 11.32 I believe. The people that do know their God. They shall work strong. And they shall do exploits. When you know God, it makes you strong. And it makes you do exploits in the midst of darkness. When you know God, you will believe. When He says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things that the world prays for shall be added unto you. I look at my husband and I asked him, I said that, so all the things that God has done, do you think we could have prayed it into being? We could, we could never have lined up that prayer topic. You can say, Lord, lead us into crusades. And then when he goes into crusades, let presidents of nations meet him and honor him. You cannot make it to your prayer topic. You see, you pray, but what God does is far above what you can think or imagine or even ask him for. 
The secret is to seek first his kingdom. Because you are so shallow, you don't believe it. My husband always says that there are many things we don't ask God for. He just gives us. One day I went to one or two places. When I finished preaching, the pastor and his wife came. Oh, lady reverend, we are blessed. We just wanted to bless you with this. They gave me a gift bag. When I got to Ghana, I opened it. Apple Watch, iPad. When I said, ah, Apple Watch, I was sitting with my friend and she had an Apple Watch. Every day, wee, 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 then she'll be looking. What, what are you looking at? So as soon as I came, I gave it away. It's Apple Watch. I don't want it. iPad. I don't need it. But you, you have been looking for iPad. Ah. You are looking for Apple Watch. Ah. You are looking for the latest phone. And when these things, I say, oh God. I wish I needed them, but I don't. And then like, like uh, uh, David, I say, who is there that I can show love to? I don't need it. By the grace of God. Then I see you. Every prayer topic, Lord, iPad, Lord, iPhone 11, Lord. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Amen. And his righteousness. You know, recently I went somewhere and then I met somebody. She said, Oh, Lady Reverend, she didn't even know me. The Lady Reverend, I just missed it to your messages. And so three years ago, I looked at your size on the internet and I shopped for you a whole suitcase. I said, Ah, but how will you know what will fit you? So when I looked, I could see what would fit you. Now she asked me, Did you receive it? She, she told me, I gave it to this, I gave it. I didn't receive it. But the fact that even somebody has gone out of her way to shop a whole suitcase from head to toe for me, it's not in my prayer topical, but you. Lord, it's not in my prayer topic. Not because I'm superhuman, but it just hasn't occurred to me. Because God does far above, exceedingly above all that you can think of or imagine or even ask him for. And recently I was saying that, Lord, you know, this dress has its tag. This dress, I've given up. This dress has its Things I've not asked for. So I have made a whole suitcase. I'm taking it somewhere. Somewhere. You to you. I said, they say, hmm. Amen. Now Christmas, you cry. We are in September. May plans here then. You don't have any spiritual aim. You don't have any spiritual plan. But let me tell you, just be deep in the Lord. And things that you have not even asked him for, God will supply. Amen. Deep calleth unto deep. May we not be like children tossed to and fro. Man, yes, by every that. wind of doctrine, but may we be solid. Amen. If you are in UD, be in UD. Amen. If UD is doing swollen Sunday, be a part of swollen Sunday. Amen. 
But understand the scriptural reason because it will help you to flourish Amen. when you are not a shallow Christian. Amen. I pray for you Amen. that what I've experienced, you will also experience. Amen. That the aspects of God I've seen, you will also see. Amen. When the Bible says the blessing of the Lord shall overtake you. Amen. It will happen. Amen. But may your heart be with God. Amen. And may you seek first his kingdom Amen. and his righteousness. Amen. May you not seek to please men, not Amen. even your pastor. But first of all, you will seek to please God. Amen. And every other thing shall be added unto you. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Every eye closed and every head bowed. I want us to talk to God personally. You have heard his word this evening. You know where you are at. He's calling us to be strong Christians and you can never finish being a strong Christian. There are many things in God we don't know yet. There are many things in God we have to discover. We have to say, Lord, lead me to the next level. Let my roots go deep down in you so that, Lord, I will bear much fruit. The fruit of the Spirit, not just the works, but the fruit from within. The Lord, when you say I'm the light of the world, I'll really be the light. When you say I'm the salt of the earth, I'll really be the salt. When you say I can bring people to know the saving knowledge of Christ. I can do it. Talk to God. It's not a formality. It's part of the service. Open your mouth and talk to him personally. He's listening. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord are running to and fro to show himself strong on the behalf of those whose hearts are made perfect towards him. Some of us have to repent. Some of us have to go back. And some of us, we never moved from being born again. We want to say, Lord, enough of the shallowness. Tonight, I want depth in you. I want to love you. I want to know you. I want to spend time in your presence. When there's nobody, I want to know why I do the things I do. I want to meditate on your word. I want to grow in the things of God. I want my heart to shift from the world and to shift to you, Lord. And to the things of God. Lord, I've been lukewarm. I've had one foot in the world and one foot in Christ. But tonight, I make a new commitment. Let the Lord speak to you. Speak to him now. Speak to him now. Don't stop. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and call upon him. Kebala Mushande Steba Kayande Indeleba Bekude Bashande Nemastaya Indeleba Bakude Mashinde Neyande Isto Bekude Bashanda Neyande Father, may I not be stunted in my growth? May I not have the attitude that I know it all already? But may I always be a child in your presence, always yearning for more. Your word says, Open your mouth and I'll fill it. May I always have an open mouth, Lord. May the Holy Spirit lead us, O oh God, from glory to glory, from stage to stage. In the name of Jesus, we come against emptiness. We come against shallowness. We come against worldliness. That impedes our walk with you. Your word says friendship with the world is enmity against God. Tonight, 
turn the hearts of our, your people. Turn the hearts of your children to you, Jehovah. Let there be a new beginning, O God. Let there be a new beginning, O God. Worship God, please help me. Oh, when the Lord is too heavy, when we don't know where to turn, in the time of adversity, be our strength, O oh God. The Lord is the strength of my life. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Strength is coming. Supernatural strength is coming from God. Receive it. Receive it. Make it ever true. Every head bowed and every eye closed. You are here tonight. You don't know Christ as your Savior. God wants you to be real with Him so that He can also be real with you tonight. You want to say, Lady Reverend, pray for me. I don't know Christ as my Savior. I'm not sure whether I'll go to heaven or hell when I die. Lady Reverend, I've also been playing games with God. Tonight is the night of decision. It's not about pleasing men. It's about pleasing God. You are like that here this evening. Every eye closed and every head bowed. Just lift up your hands. High above your shoulder. Lady Reverend, pray for me. I need a new beginning. I need to give my life to Christ. I need to be sure of eternity. Lady Reverend, lead me to the Father. I want to know him. I want to love him. And I want to serve him. I want to go to heaven when I die, but I'm not sure. You are like that. Let your hand go high up. High up above your shoulder. And if you put up your hand, do one more thing. Just come forward. Come forward. I want to pray with you. Your heart is beating. You know it's you. It's not about impressing men. It's about impressing God. God is reaching out to you tonight. Say this prayer after me. And mean it with your whole heart. Dear Jesus, tonight, I come to you just as I am. I'm a sinner. But I come to the cross. Jesus, save me and take my life and make me your child. Come into my life and make me a new person. Thank you for coming to die on the cross to save me. And thank you for rising from the dead so that I may have eternal life. Thank you for a new beginning in Jesus Christ. Amen. Father, I pray for this soul. I pray that through him, territories will be taken and your kingdom will come. Deliver him from evil, Lord. Lord, teach him your ways. Let his roots go deep in you.
and use him for your glory in Jesus name. I break every link with the enemy. I break every power of darkness in the blood of Jesus. I rebuke every satanic hold and I let him lose to serve you and to love you in Jesus name. Amen. I just want to say a last prayer. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You are here, you want to say, Jesus, I want to be a deeper Christian. I'm shallow. I'm light. If anything is to come up, I'll be blown about. But from tonight's word, I ask for grace to be strong. Just lift up your hands and I'll pray for you wherever you are standing. The Holy Ghost is here. He's walking up and down these aisles. He's touching you. The Holy Spirit is your strengthener. Receive him. Receive him. Receive his touch. Receive the work he's doing. He's burning out the chaff. Holy Spirit, move. Holy Spirit, move. Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, cleanse us. Holy Spirit, cleanse us. Blood of Jesus, cleanse us. And give us a new beginning. Every shallowness disappears. Every war with the enemy makes you a victim. And not a victim. You overcome. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Father, thank you. Thank you for a new church. A church that goes from strength to strength. A church that takes territories. A church that breaks its own limitations. Thank you for a new beginning. Thank you for new unction. Thank you for light. Thank you for higher heights, Jesus. And thank you for the legions of heaven that fight on the behalf of your sins. I leave your presence here. I leave your peace here. I leave your prosperity here. And above all, I leave your increase here. In Jesus' name, amen. It was great having you today. To find out more about the resources available by Adelaide Heward Mills, please visit the Vision Bookshop at the Kodesh, North Kaneshi, or meet her on Facebook at Reverend Mrs. Adelaide Heward Mills. For prayer and counseling, please call 0243-187-900. You can also drop us an email at honeyonmylips at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, God richly bless you.